0: How many of you think NBA? How many of you think NFL?
1: Congress. Well, the answer
0: is neither. It's the 435 members of the United States Congress. And he said, Dad, guess what is it? Is it NBA or NFL? Thirty-six have been accused of spousal abuse. Seven have been arrested for fraud. Nineteen have been accused of writing bad checks. 117 have directly or indirectly uh, been bankrupted, at least two businesses. Three have done time for assault. Two businesses. 71, I repeat, 71 cannot get a credit card due to their bad credit. 14 have been arrested on drug-related charges. Eight have been arrested for shoplifting. 21 currently are defendants in lawsuits. And 84 have been arrested for drunk driving in the last year. What? How many of you 81? think NBA? Eighty-one. <laughs> Did, did you, you think say NFL? More? Well, the answer what? is neither. It's the 435 members of the United States Congress. Let me get that into one more time. One and more time. he said, "Dad, guess which is it? Is it NBA or NFL?" Thirty-six have been accused of spousal abuse. Seven have been arrested for fraud. Nineteen have been accused of writing bad checks. One hundred and seventeen have directly or indirectly. Uh, been bankrupted at least two businesses, three have done time for assault. Seventy-one, I repeat, seventy-one cannot get a credit card due to their bad credit. Fourteen have been arrested on drug-related charges. Eight have been arrested for shoplifting. Twenty-one currently are defendants in lawsuits, and eighty-four have been arrested for drunk driving in the last year.
1: Eighty-four. That How, many incredible. <laughs> 84 How many of you think NBA? Incredible. How many think a Fourth of them.
0: Well, the answer is neither. It's the 435 members of the United States Congress. And he said, Dad, guess what? Is it? Is it NBA or NFL? 36 have been accused of spousal abuse. 7 have been arrested for fraud. 19 have been accused of writing bad checks. 117 have directly or indirectly been bankrupted.
1: 84 do i uh, in the past that does uh, it sounds impossible 84 drunk driving arrests in the last year that sounds impossible exclamation point but term limits would definitely help with all this crap and also some ethics refund fully fund again because Republicans cut the funding from the Office of Congressional Ethics So fully fund again. we to clean out our couple, um, this is somebody else's comment, oh my god, why do you support a convicted rapist and uh, the worst criminal in human history? This comment looks similar to others that have been reported. Somebody said, uh, Trump 2024, said, uh, why do you support a convicted rapist and the worst criminal in human history? <sighs> Someone else uh, has the same idea. Term limits. Think about it, America.
0: Um,
1: this thing,
2: you know, this video has gone around.
0: Been bankrupted. It's-
2: so this just goes to show you like at the end of the day this is about erasing a community because some people who um have issues with diversity equity inclusion some people who have issues with let's be real like people are homophobic people are transphobic and now they're trying to push their, I ain't gonna call them values because that ain't what it is, their fear on other people. How you gonna tell me it's inappropriate for me to take my child to Hamburger Mary's? My child is loving. My child now realizes that people come in all shapes and sizes. People can love who they wanna love. People can dress how the heck they wanna dress. But I'm some deviant parent? Are you kidding me? That's absurd. It is very offensive. Expel
1: them all for insurrection.
2: It will, like everything, be selectively enforced by the state to target members this of the LGBTQ community. As we've already seen with DPBR taking away licenses of venues that host drag shows, that were not lewd, and that they were very family friendly. The LGBTQ community is here to stay. Y'all need to deal with it. Uh-huh. So, this just Good. goes to show you like, at the end of the day, Angie, this is about erasing a community Angie's because some Florida. people.
1: Thank you, girl. Angie Nixon. Thank you for your awesome message defending LGBTQ and trans-community.
2: So this just goes to show you like... Why are you guys so
3: anti-dictators? Imagine if America was a dictatorship. You could let 1% of the people have all the nation's wealth. You could help your rich friends get richer by cutting their taxes and bailing LG. them out when they gamble and lose. You could ignore the needs of the poor for healthcare and education. Your media would appear free but would secretly be controlled by one person and his family. You could wiretap phones. You could torture foreign prisoners. You could have rigged elections. You could lie about why you go to war. You could fill your prisons with one particular racial group, and no one would complain. You could use the media to scare the people into supporting policies that are against their interests. Why are you guys so anti-dictators? Imagine if America was a dictatorship. You could let 1% of the people have all the nation's wealth. You could help your rich friends get richer by cutting their taxes. And bailing them out when they gamble and lose, you could ignore the needs of the poor for healthcare and education. Yeah. Your media. US
1: Congress should foresee well, this. I think they would be. Uh... Representative Bowman.
4: Excuse me. McCarthy has the nerve to say, Democrats spend too much money, Republicans have given trillions of dollars, trillions of dollars in tax breaks to the wealthiest Americans, trillions. They do not pay their fair share in taxes, they hide trillions here and overseas. We want to invest and spend money on the most vulnerable Americans to make sure they have food and health care and shelter and jobs. And McCarthy wants to take that away because he wants to give our country to corporations and the wealthy. That's not democracy. That's fascism. McCarthy yeah. is a fascist. Mm-hmm. The Democrats spend too much money. We can't afford to continue are you kidding me are you kidding me McCarthy has the nerve to say Democrats spend too much money Republicans have given trillions of dollars trillions of dollars in tax breaks to the wealthiest Americans trillions they do not pay their fair share in taxes they hide trillions here and overseas, we want to invest and spend money on the most vulnerable. Let's see
1: um, what else he has. Other content.
4: One, one thing stuff? black people got in common is poverty, right? Mm-hmm. We got to invest. We got to spend money, not just on the, not just in the public side, but the private side. So when I'm calling for rape, reparations, it's not just about repairing the harms of history. It's about repairing the harms of right now. Because when you look in poor communities, especially poor black and brown communities, you look at life expectancy, you look at wealth inequality, when you look at education, now every metric you use, we at the bottom, and that's because of the historical harm. So we got to spend money. You know, some have called for up to sixteen trillion dollars in reparations for Black people because of what has happened. So I support that. I support cash payments. I support other aspects of that investments in housing, education. I mean, just take one policy. I'll just take one. Mm-hmm. Right after slavery, we were supposed to get 40 acres of the mule. Correct. We didn't. Um, Lincoln was killed. New president came in. Congress passed something called the Homestead Act. So basically, when we expanded out west, most of that land went to white people, mm-hmm. native and foreign-born. You know, land is the, the foundation of wealth. Absolutely. And, and they have been building that wealth ever since, in addition to other policies that continue to support that.
1: I also believe that uh african-american people in america
4: oh. and uh, building our people. own power we one, see one thing black people got in common is poverty right mm-hmm. we got to invest we got to spend money not just on the black... not just in the public side but the private side so when i'm calling for rape reparations it's not
1: should be allowed to hold a second Dual citizenship with an African country of their choice.
4: $15 trillion dollars in reparations for Black people because of what has happened. So I support that. I support cash payments. I support other aspects of that: investments in housing, education. I mean, just take one policy. I'll just take one. Mm-hmm right after slavery, we were supposed to get 40 acres of the mule. Correct. We didn't. Um, Lincoln was killed, new president came in, Congress passed something called the Homestead Act. So basically, when we expanded out west, most of that land went to white people, mm. native and foreign born. You know, land is the the foundation of wealth. Absolutely. And, and they have been building that wealth ever since, in addition to mm. other policies that continue to support that while we have been underfunded. So. The short answer is money. The, the, I guess, more immediate answer for us is our own pursuit of knowledge of self and our own greatness and investing in each other and building our own power. One, see one thing black people got in common is poverty, right? Mm-hmm. We got to invest. We got to spend money, not just on the not just in the public side, but the private side. So when I'm calling for rape, reparations, it's not just about repairing the harms of history. It's about repairing the harms of right now. Because when you look in poor communities, especially poor black and brown communities, you look at life expectancy, you look at wealth inequality, when you look at education, now every metric you use, we're at the bottom. And that's because of the historical harm. So we got to spend money. You know, some have called for up to $16 trillion in reparations for black people because of what has happened. So I support that. I support cash payments. I support other aspects of that, investments in housing, education. I mean, just take one policy. I'll just, most of the people who have benefited from bail reform, one, see one thing black people got in uh, common is poverty, right? Mm-hmm.
1: I support reparations for all people, all American people for all the crap that this government put us through and still poisoning our air, food and water
4: the wealth inequality, when you look at education, every metric you use, we at the bottom. And that's because of the historical harm. So we gotta spend money. You know, Some have called for up to $16 trillion in reparations for black people because of what has happened. So I support that, I support cash payments, I support other aspects of that, investments in housing, education. I mean, just take most of the people who have benefited from bail reform do not commit crime again. Mm -hmm. So that's very exaggerated and that's media driven we need criminal justice reform, right? Yeah. Like we, we got people in jail for very minor things right. and they are in freaking cages and we need to understand that. You put somebody in a cage, you animalize them. Like I've never done a bid, but I went through the system. The minute you in a cage, you got to shift to becoming, okay, let me, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, let me make Sean protect, and, right. and mm-hmm. it animalizes you. At the same time, There are no services in jail to help people struggling with mental health challenges Mm -hmm. substance abuse challenges poverty illiteracy no systems in jail for that or very little and there's
1: there's no such thing as rehabilitation in america they just all go back to prison and the prisons love that because it's part of the military military industrial complex it's a for-profit prison industry.
4: Anything about that, and that's why, you know, I'm an educator and I'm biased in this way, but we need massively more. That's all we asking. Right. Tell the truth. If America claims it's a country for promise. everyone, it's it's it is promised to be a country for everyone, let it be a country for everyone. We ain't never get our 40 acres in the meat. That was giving the white people foreign and native-born as part of the Homestead Act. And since then, we've been playing catch-up. That's all we asking. Tell the truth. If America claims it's a country for everyone, it is promised to be a country for everyone. Let it be a country for everyone. My name is Tessa Fisher, and I'm Austin awesome.
3: And we're eighth graders
4: at Trinity Episcopal School in Charlotte, North
3: Carolina. And we are here in D.C. Um, with our grade lobbying for the assault weapons ban of 2023 and the background check inspection act. Because um, it is our responsibility as lawmakers and legislators to ensure our safety as students. Because we go into school each morning unsure if we'll be able to walk around, But school students really only happen the public
4: schools. But after the public schools, in the public schools very similar to our schools, they've got the background on um, the same And I realized that it could happen to anyone, anywhere. And So that's why we need your help to help support the schools that help them Please support an assault weapons ban. Please support universal background checks. We need to pass common sense gun laws in the country to save the lives of-
1: Thank you for your work on this, Representative Bowman. I agree with politics girl that every gun should be registered exclamation point and I support assault weapons ban. In fact, why can't Biden Sign that into the
2: help to help
4: support
1: these things and help
4: investments. Clinton did support universal background checks we need to pass yeah. common sense gun laws in our country future. so we can save the lives of our children thank you
3: my name's tessa Pater, and i lost a and we're eight readers at School in charlotte north carolina
2: and we're here in dc so congressman when you look at that do you have any regrets for doing that
3: for for yelling at him in that no, way
4: no come on now come on now cnn y'all tripping now listen mm-hmm. first of all he should resign or be expelled because of the laws that he is being accused of breaking the violations and lying to his constituents. But number two, is is heckling like a horrible, evil thing? Is teasing someone, is is friendly banter and a horrible, evil thing? Like, come on, y'all, everybody needs to lighten up and understand that one, in a healthy democracy, Dialogue and debate is essential. Number two, why even frame a question in that way? Because that feeds into the trope that... Oh, well, no, a I mean, I'm just man, wondering I'm dialogue. Language, no, course. I
2: actually, I, I disagree. Listen. I think it's a fair question, and here's why. Dialogue James and Santos. debate, I hear would, you. Wanting him feel, to resign, I hear you. I but yelling at him to resign... Get a
1: judge to order his removal from office.
4: Okay. So when we talk about the quorum, okay, he allegedly (laughs) falsified campaign finance documents and stole from people. All right? Yeah. So when I graduated from Manhattanville with my doctorate in education leadership, I didn't really use my degree in the way it was designed to be used. I decided to do something crazy. I ran for Congress. And I had never run for office before at any level. But I was an educator for 20 years, I was a middle school principal at the time, and I felt that the community needed something different. So someone like me, who came from a single parent household, who had siblings who were addicted to drugs, who had been in multiple situations where I could have been killed or put in jail for the rest of my life, like many of my friends were, unfortunately. Not only did we run and win, but we built an amazing diverse coalition that wants to see our country be the best version of itself. I ran to serve my community, but you don't have to be an elected official to serve. You don't have to be a teacher to serve. You can serve in whatever capacity you choose to. And I beg of you, as you learn about yourself, as you enter the world, and as you figure things out, please continue to give your beautiful mind and voice and heart to people around you in service to them. Because the more you serve them, the more you fulfill and serve yourself. So when I graduated from Manhattanville, I want to say also that if if this
5: gesture, which you were doing, is aggressive, then I'm the, I, all all of my paisans restaurants are right, oh, right. <laughs> in our trouble. That's New
4: York City right there. But is that is New York City? <laughs>
5: um, I want to say also that if, if this gesture, which you were doing, is aggressive, then, I'm, then I, I, all, all of my paisans are, right, oh, right. they're they're in are in trouble. That's New York
4: City right there. Majority Taylor Green, in her press conference this morning said something incredibly dangerous and incredibly reckless about me, talking about my demeanor as being aggressive and saying that she feels intimidated by me. Unfortunately, this country has a history of characterizing black men who are outspoken who stand their ground and who push back as being threatening or intimidating so
1: you are absolutely right and thank you for standing up to that little fascist please call for the mass expulsion of all 160 plus gop traitors from congress According to 14th Amendment, they have no right to serve in office after they carried out violent insurrection on January
4: 6th. I invaded her personal space. I was laughing and gregarious the entire time. How was that intimidating? What was intimidating about that? So she goes to a press conference today and say that she's intimidated by me and my mannerisms are aggressive. Anyone who's, in, who's interacting with me, anyone who knows me, even reporters here, know I'm, I'm a middle school principal and ch- I'm always loving and engaging and friendly, except when kids are being killed in our streets. Everyone should... Call to look into the
1: Capitol. bomber.
4: This is what they do. They try to dehumanize black people, black skin, yeah, yeah. and the black humanity so that they can be, you know, more likely to be targeted for harm. So I just wanted to address that, and I was surprised that no one asked me about this when y'all first came to me with media scrum. No one asked me directly.
1: For an investigation.
4: And then went to Massey. That was three weeks ago. My-
1: that will really scare the crap out of her. Ha ha ha.
4: I just wanted to say that to y'all for the record Majority Taylor Greene in her press conference this morning Said something incredibly dangerous And incredibly reckless about Mr. Speaker, last Sunday, May 14th Marked the one year anniversary Of the horrific mass shooting in Buffalo, New York America, we can only move forward If we acknowledge what is killing us in droves White supremacist extremism Congress needs to lead and say clearly to the country that white supremacy is an existential threat. Last year, a man radicalized by the great replacement theory drove two hours to a black neighborhood in Buffalo with an assault rifle and open fire. 10 lives were lost and we are still collectively mourning. We are also mourning the lives of those lost in other racist attacks including in allen texas at the hands of a neo-nazi extremist, these once fringe ideologies are now being openly promoted by too many in the republican party which is seeking to criminalize migrants ban black history curriculum
1: thanks for speaking up the truth exclamation point please call for the mass expulsion of all these traitors in congress exclamation point they do not have the right to serve in office after they incited an insurrection on january 6th
4: lead and say clearly to the country that white supremacy is in-
1: i am calling for the suspension of the republican party
4: to a black neighborhood in
1: for cheating in elections, the January insurrection and persecuting minority groups and immigrants to this country. Shame on them.
4: Fringe ideologies are now being openly promoted by too many in the Republican Party, which is seeking to criminalize migrants ban black history curricula, take away food from children and health care from the, the war, time expired. and fan the flames of a culture war. It has to stop. Thank you, Mr. Speaker, and I yield back. Mr. Speaker, last Sunday, May 14th, marked the one-year anniversary of the horrific mass shooting in Buffalo, New York. America, we can only move forward if we acknowledge what is killing us in droves white supremacist extremism. Congress needs to lead and say clearly to the country that white supremacy is an existential threat. Last year, a man radicalized by the great replacement theory drove two hours to a black neighborhood in Buffalo with an assault rifle and open fire. 10 lives were lost and we are still collectively mourning. The Republican Party is, is going through a sort of cognitive dissonance, where on the one hand, they're speaking about caring about student learning, whereas on the other hand, their budget proposal will cut hundreds of thousands of teachers from our classrooms. On the one hand, they're speaking about caring about mental health, where on the other hand, their budget proposal
1: Republicans are always conspiring to steal money from our education to line their pockets with those charter schools.
4: They want to cut 4 billion from Title I schools. These are the poorest, most vulnerable people. They claim to love America. How can they love America when they are not investing in our most precious resource, which is our children? If you really love America, you want to see America grow and thrive for decades to come. The best way to do that is to...
1: Republicans want only to sabotage this country and to burn it to the ground. Exclamation point. They are bought and paid for by Russia, the NRA, fossil fuels... Insurance companies, big pharma. The only way other than waiting to vote them out is to hold them accountable for for all their crimes. Exclamation point. What about January 6th insurrection? Why haven't 160 of your colleagues been charged, Representative Bowman. Question mark. Would you please call for their mass expulsion?
2: Our
4: children, if you really love America, you want to see America grow and thrive for decades to come. The best way to do that is to make sure our children and families have everything they need. The Republican Party is is going through a sort of cognitive dissonance, where on the one hand they're speaking about caring about student learning, whereas on the other hand their budget proposal will cut hundreds of thousands of teachers from our classrooms. On the one hand they're speaking about caring about mental health, where on the other hand their budget proposal will cut thousands of mental health professionals from being in our schools and will hurt not just urban black and brown kids, but rural white kids as well. At the same time, they want to cut SNAP benefits, they want to cut 4 billion from Title I schools. These are the poorest, most vulnerable people, they claim to love America. How can we love America when they are not investing in our most precious resource, which is our children?
1: I think the Democrats should grow a spine and start doubling and tripling and could quadrupling down on things like protecting education. Exclamation points. In fact, They should all resign before we cut a penny from any social services.
4: Where, on the other hand, their budget.
1: But no Democrats seem to have a spine in Congress. Sad face.
4: Black and brown kids, but rural white kids as well. At the same time, they want to cut SNAP benefits. They want to cut $4 billion from Title I schools. These are the poorest, most vulnerable people. They claim to love America. How can they love America when they are... So they're okay with one in five children going to bed hungry. They're okay with our children not having sports, the arts, and the mental health resources they need in our schools. And they're okay with our children dying every day from gun violence because they won't do a damn thing about it. We need a ban on assault rifles. We need universal background checks. We need universal red flag laws. We need universal safe storage. We need to close the gun show loopholes. And we need to deal with the issue of gun trafficking That's killing black and brown babies every day. Republicans don't give a damn about our children. And if you don't care about our children, you don't care about our country. So in 2024, let's vote them out of office and vote the right people into office to respond to the issues we all care about. So they're okay with one in five children going to bed hungry. They're okay with our children. Peace and love, y'all. This is Congressman Jamal Bowman, representing New York's 16th District. You know, when I ran for Congress, I ran for the kids to make sure that they had everything they need. And now I happen to serve an amazing district and I get amazing opportunities. So today, what you see behind me is Air Force One. That's literally Air Force One, the President's plane. You can actually see the President's seal right over my shoulder. And uh, I'm going to be riding on Air Force One with the president to come to Westchester Community College to just, you know, talk about the debt limit, the economy, children, and how to change the world. So, you know, I'm here representing Yonkers, Mount Vernon, the Bronx, New Rochelle, Green Bird, the Sound Shore, White Plains, Port Chester, but I'm also representing East River, Knickerbocker, Ruperts, Wagner Junior High School. What's up, American people? We got Donald Trump found guilty of sexual assault. We got George Santos in custody. We might have some justice coming our way. We might have some equity coming our way. Let's keep organizing, keep grinding, keep pounding the pavement.
1: Why aren't they in jail yet?
4: Or that their lies and nonsense.
1: Why haven't the Democrats called for the mass expulsion of all these GOP traitors?
4: Can Keep running, y'all. We got to win. Truth.
1: January 6th was a terrorist attack and none of your colleagues has been held accountable after more than two years.
4: Custody. We might have some justice coming our way. We might have some equity coming our way. Let's keep organizing, keep grinding, keep pounding the pavement. This is good. We should celebrate this but a lot more work to do. We got to make sure that their lies and nonsense never become a consistent... Never forget, our kids are magic. Our kids are brilliant. Our kids are amazing. I am here at the soapbox challenge where our kids engaged in stem education activities and building race cars racing each other for the championship trophy the entire community is out parents teachers administrators and most importantly our kids engaging in beautiful races so listen mayor eric adams and everyone else out there who continues to demonize and demean public schools teachers and our students and families most importantly Watch what you say out your mouth. Our kids are not just going to bodegas and buying fentanyl lace marijuana. They are not. They are building, they are designing, they are innovating, and they're doing it even though y'all keep trying to cut education funds. Why don't you give our schools and our kids and our teachers what they need and what they deserve so they can make more magic and build an economy for themselves? Stop underfunding our schools. Watch what you say out your mouth. And why aren't you out here supporting innovation and brilliance?
1: Stop draining money from the public school system to these Republican charter schools.
4: America and more to our communities in crime and violence. Our kids are magic. Our kids are miracles. Never forget that. Never forget. And now, uh, Mr. Neely, and I'm born and raised in New York. I I rode the trains my entire life as a child. You often see people who are unhoused have episodes. And I couldn't help but think of the like 10 other things that could have been done before this person decided to wrap his arms around Mr. Neely's neck and choke him to death. The entire world saw it. The entire world saw him be choked to death.
1: This murderer was set free by the police.
4: Lead to someone dying. Is of a
1: shame on law enforcement
4: are trained to restrain in a way that keeps the person from being seriously hurt there's a way to do that to keep someone from being seriously hurt that was not that was not done here and now uh, mr. Neely and I'm born and raised in New York I, I rode the trains my entire life as a child you often see people who are unhoused have episodes and I couldn't help but think never forget and now I'm 47 years old and this is an issue I've been dealing with pretty much my entire life in one way or another when I was in 10th grade in a group of my friends got into a fight with another group of friends someone pulled out a gun and started shooting thank god no one was hit about 6 months later when I was at a party Me and a group of my friends got into a fight with another group of friends, and both groups started pulled out guns and started shooting at each other. Thankfully, no one was hit. (laughs) About a year or two later, I was hanging out, and I got a, a beep. Remember Beepers back in the day? My friend sent me a page to meet me at my mother's house to tell me that his brother was just killed by gun violence. About a year after that, his cousin was also killed by gun violence. My sophomore year in college, one of my best friends' sister, who was also a very close friend of mine, her and her eight-month-old baby were found shot to death in a car right before I started teaching. Columbine happened. Mass shooting before I entered the education system. A couple years after that, Virginia Tech. A Couple years after that, Sandy Hook. At that point, I said to myself, something has to happen. There has to be a national day of mourning or something. I wasn't even thinking about gun reform legislation. I was thinking about, are we going to have a national day of mourning for six-year-old babies, first graders being slaughtered in their classrooms by assault. Couple years later, A cousin of mine down south intervened in a a fight. Someone pulled out a gun, shot him in the elevator, killed him. A couple years after that, a good friend that I grew up with in Virginia got into a fight with someone, got shot and killed. It's 11 incidents from one person that I could just remember off the top of my head.
1: Military dudes have to go through extensive training to be able to operate an ar 15
4: grade. Me and a group of my friends got into a fight with another group of friends. Someone pulled out a gun and started shooting. Thank God no one was hit. About six months later, when I was at a party, me and a group of my friends got into a fight with another group of friends, and... Both groups are the pull, pull the- Thank you so much Mr. Chairman, um, I just want to say for the record, equity just means providing access and opportunity to historically marginalized groups. In the STEM fields, those, those historically marginalized groups include women and people of color. So equity is about making sure that women and people of color are included in the conversations that we're having around STEM education. Uh, Dr. Pontch, would you agree with that statement? Opportunity for all. That's right.
3: Everyone. Rural, urban, across the broad socioeconomic spectrum, across the rich diversity.
4: Everyone should have the opportunity to be able to exercise that's right. God given talent. Opportunity for everyone. And uh, Dr. Reed, would you also agree with that statement?
5: I absolutely would. Talent is in short supply, we have to cultivate it wherever it comes. In a previous life, I was a corporate officer at Microsoft. I traveled the world telling governments the societies that cultivate talent wherever it arises and it's no respecter of socioeconomic or cultural status, are the ones that thrive and win. We Absolutely. have a huge shortfall of STEM workers in this country. We can't afford to marginalize anyone. We need to empower everyone to be full participants in the 21st century right. economy.
4: And, and talent is everywhere. You know, prior to coming to Congress, I worked in education for 20 years. I started my career in the South Bronx in one of the poorest zip codes in the country. Uh, I taught kindergarten mathematics, and the children there were economically poor, but intellectually brilliant and rich. What they lacked was access and opportunity because people had forgotten about them because they were in the South Bronx. Thank you so much, Mr. Chairman. Um, I just wanna say for the record, equity just means providing access and opportunity to historically marginalized groups. In the STEM fields, those, those historically marginalized groups include women, and people of color so equity is about making sure that women and people of color are included in the conversations that we're having around stem education uh dr pontch would you agree with that statement opportunity for all that's right everyone Absolutely. Rural,
3: urban
1: every time the damn republicans say the word woke in congress please Insist they define what that means.
5: it wherever it comes. In a previous life, I was a corporate officer at Microsoft. I travel the world telling governments the societies that cultivate talent wherever it arises and it's no respecter of socioeconomic or cultural status are the ones that thrive and win. We have a huge shortfall of STEM workers in this country. We can't afford
4: to marginalize. Rap is rhythm and poetry. Cuts create sound effects. You might catch up if you follow the records he wrecks. Our First Amendment dictates that we have the freedom to speak and express ourselves. First Amendment. If you do not have freedom of speech, you do not have a democracy. Our creativity is our humanity and our art is our air. If you crush our art, you take away our air. You choke us off from breathing and participating (laughs) in a democracy. And all of the fans of the creative arts are now also choked off from our democracy. And when that happens, Certain groups rise to power, while everyone else feels powerless. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Eric B and Rakim, Mm -hmm. Big Daddy Kane, KRS-One, X-Clan, Public Enemy, Brand Nubian. If Rakim didn't tell me with knowledge of self there's nothing i can't solve i never would have pursued knowledge of self which gave me the self-esteem and self-worth to be standing here before you today think about that <laughs> and i could differentiate between nwa's music
0: All right.
4: and how i should behave in society yeah,
0: right.
4: i didn't want to go mimic what they were saying i knew It was them expressing what was going on in their community and them sensationalizing certain things. That's what artists do. That's what Stephen King does. That's what uh, George Lucas does. That's what, pick your art, pick your director, pick your writer, pick your author. This is what they do. But it's not just rhythm and poetry. It's foreshadowing. It's personification. It's literature. It's compare and it's education, when Karis one made you must learn, I learned more from that song than I did my entire K-12 education
0: experience.
4: <laughs> Eli Whitney, Holly Selassie, Granville Will made the walkie-talkie, Louis Niedermann improved on Edison, Charles Drew did a lot for medicine. I guarantee you, I just said something in those six bars that many of you didn't even know. That's right. <laughs> because the K-12 school system did not do it, so hip hop had to come do it. Yeah. So we have to protect the rights and the voice and the humanity and the air of every artist in our country, and we have to provide even more protection for black art and hip hop. Why? Because we continue to have the disproportionate targeting of black artists. That's right. And it needs to stop. Rap is rhythm and poetry.
1: Thank you for standing up for artists. Representative Bowman.
4: That we have the freedom to speak and express ourselves. First amendment. If you do not have freedom of speech, you do not have a democracy. Our creativity is our humanity, and our art is our air. If you crush our art, you take away our air. You choke us off from breathing and participating in a democracy. And all of the fans of the creative arts are now also choked off from our democracy. And when that happens, Certain groups rise to power, while everyone else feels powerless. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Eric B and Rakim, Big Daddy Kane, KRS-One, X-Clan, Public Enemy, Brand Nubian. If Rakim didn't tell me... With knowledge of self, there's nothing I can't solve. I never would have pursued knowledge of self, which gave me the self-esteem and self-worth to be standing here before you today. Think about that. And I could differentiate between NWA's music and how I should behave in society. I didn't want to go mimic what they were saying. I knew. It was them expressing what was going on in their community and them sensationalizing certain things. That's what artists do. That's what Stephen King does. That's That's what, uh, George Lucas does. That's what pick your art, pick your director, pick your writer, pick your author. This is
1: representative Bowman. I'm curious if you have seen any thing, any studies Statistics that talk about how much wealth black people create for this country. Learn more from that song. In the arts, sports, basketball, football, etc., music, fashion, beauty. All that stuff, all that great stuff that is a part of our American culture,
4: and even more protection,
1: and we take it for granted.
4: Our First Amendment dictates that we have the freedom to speak and express ourselves. First Amendment! What's up, everybody? It's Congressman Bowman. My team and I are here at the NASA Goddard Space Center. Uh, We're taking a congressional tour. It's about to be awesome. Check out the behind the scenes at NASA.
3: We have, you know, sort of a uh, video to show you. We've got some slides and all that, but let's have it be a conversation and please drive it wherever you want to go. This is Goddard Space Flight Center where we do um, amazing science. And uh, we have locations not just here in Maryland, but of course in New York uh, and also in Virginia and elsewhere. So we're really spread out across the country and uh, do some of the most important science work and education work that happens here in the United States. Four primary areas areas that NASA science serves are uh, really span from our home planet outward. And we also have um...
1: never a straight answer.
4: I'm a former educator, actually always an educator, very passionate about STEM and bringing STEM to the entire world.
1: What have they actually... That was an amazing thing during my lunch break to see. Sit... What has NASA actually accomplished? Big James Webb Space Telescope. So, um, Roman is going to be a, an
3: amazing mission. So, I mean, for Webb, the the thing about Webb, it, it's working better, of course, than we thought it would. When we were turning on the cameras and just testing everything out,
1: we took a, a test exposure of about three hours. And just in that three hour exposure, we almost weren't really ready for it. We found the farthest galaxy ever seen.
3: For me, that's really the special thing about NASA's great observatories. They're so capable,
2: they can study.
4: When you look at the data, long run, for some of the provisions that he's supporting, the assault weapons ban of B1, the New York Times came out and reported in 2014 it had no effect. The Department of Justice reported it had no effects. Um, The RAND Corporation did a study. They said it had no effect on decreasing the atrocities that we unfortunately do see in America. So first of all, the Second Amendment also reads well-regulated. Right now, the guns in this country are not well-regulated. So we have assault rifles getting into the hands of 18-year-olds and getting into the hands of people that should not have guns, and they're killing children as young as six years old in our nation. That is unacceptable. We need to deal with the well-regulated part of the Second Amendment as well as the rest of it. Number two, law enforcement at best exists on the back end, responding to a crime after it's committed. We need to do a much better much better job of being proactive and preventative, leaving people to commit crimes in the first place, which means we have to invest in historically disenfranchised communities. We can't talk about gun.
1: Well done. You crushed it
4: necessary to invest in historically disenfranchised communities to end poverty in our country, which deals with the trauma, which deals with the mental health, which deals with the substance abuse. I need to see Republican leadership on this and Democratic leadership on this. Third, after the Sandy Hook shooting, we still could not ban assault weapons in our nation. And to Byron's point, yes, Democrats have to be more aggressive in ensuring that we do what we need to do, not just legislatively, with our voice to respond to the NRA and respond to those who continue to be Second Amendment purists. And then lastly, Republicans are sacrificing our children for the Second Amendment. Our children, our most precious resource, children that will grow up to be creators.
1: Put together a Katie Porter like board of all the money the NRA donated to Republican campaigns, exclamation point. And can you please look into the report that Russia has laundered over $350 million through the NRA into Republican campaigns?
4: It had no effect.
1: That would really explain why they all act in goose step.
4: amendment so also Katie reads Porta, like well regulated. Money. Right now, the guns in this country are not well regulated. So we have assault rifles getting into the hands of 18 year olds and getting into the hands of people that should not have guns, and they're killing children as young as six years old. We are in the middle of a new American revolution. And that new American Revolution is a Green New Deal. We are rebuilding the economy. We are rebuilding cities, and we are rebuilding our healthcare facilities and our public schools. So make sure you all come back, because in just a few weeks, we will be reintroducing.
1: The Democrats really suck at messaging, so the Republicans have successfully Mm commandeered, the Green New Deal. As an expression, exclamation point, we need a new one. I suggest,
4: Green New Deal,
1: the Green Economy
4: from a beautiful coalition like you see up here. So I'm excited to be here. I can't wait to see this through. And let me tell you all something else, 2024 is coming. We have 20 something Senate seats up for grabs. We have the whole house up for grabs. We need everyone in every corner of this country to organize, organize, organize around a Green New Deal. Because we have Peace and love, everyone. I just want to say happy Eid Mubarak to all my Muslim brothers and sisters in New York 16, all across America and all around the world. Peace and love, Eid Mubarak. Peace and love, everyone. I just want to say happy. Well, here's what Republicans support. We have long supported school choice and opportunities for parents to find the best place for their child to attend. Number two, school reform- choice I'm, doesn't I'm, end communities. You Actually, all I'm giving it a chance. No, I'm not. It no, does. Okay, let's, let's because school, school choice leads oh to economic opportunity. That doesn't mean that opportunity leads we to economic opportunity. We have an right, economic system. Let's hear what Congressman Bowman has to say, say now. We have an economic system where two of the wealthiest Americans own more wealth than the bottom 50% of the country. We have levels of economic inequality that are worse than the gilded age. To truly invest in poverty, you have to reverse the impact of the disproportionate distribution of wealth that happened post-slavery, the Homestead Act, which gave the entire West to white Americans, both native and foreign born, that kept black people from getting that land, those homes and building wealth. Black banks have never been invested in, in the way that let's say the Bank of Italy was invested in that now has become Bank of America, one of our largest banks. You've had Jim Crow, black laws, KKK, mass incarceration. You've had globalization where we, with the race to the bottom, chasing low-cost labor all over the world, taking industrial jobs out of the black communities. Know what they brought back in? Cops and drugs and the numbers game. You gave us an illegal economy and cops, but never repaired the harm that you have caused, which is why mostly gun traffickers, trafficking in the black and brown communities, And black and brown people are killing each other with it. So when I talk about dealing with the issue of poverty, I'm talking about reparations, repairing the historic harm, investing in schools, equity.